Life Her Podcast. Her is me, her is you. Her is us, her is she, her is we. United we stand, baby, that her for keeps. I'm coming and I demand my space. I know it's free. I owe myself the world. They tried to count me out. I've been down some dark roads. They tried to pound me out. From cloudy to sunny, ain't think that I would make it out. I needed positive emotions to fill me out. Hey, ladies, I'm your host, Yvette Lloyd. And I would like to welcome Tanya Miller to Life Hurt Podcast. Hey, Tanya. Hey, Missy Ben. Hey, Life Hurt. How y'all doing today? <laughs> how you been? So, how was your day today? It was okay. It was okay. My mama just left. Her and my niece, they came over for a little bit. Uh, y'all know with this whole situation going on, some of the that normal that you would think that's there not there so y'all she came to get some bleach y'all so she had to come get some bleach because she ain't been able to find none for like two weeks and i had an extra wow. gallon so Girl, <laughs> she rolled through she rolled through it's hard finding lysol and everything right about now <laughs> yes mm-hmm. so oh, tell us did. a little bit about yourself and your company and what you do as far as when you do speaking and coaching and things of that nature absolutely so like you said my name is Tanya the company is Tanya J Miller LLC the brand or vlog that you will see on social media is talking with Tanya um that talking with Tanya piece comes from the vlog I had that actually before I had the company but basically that was that started for me wanting to help you where you're at and it was a part of nonprofit I had I wanted to make sure that I kept that going so I have that under um, the company, but the, in that, you know, I do, like she mentioned, I'm an author. I've gotten three projects that I have out there, which includes six books and journals. Um, I also have a fourth one coming out. I am a speaker, so you'll see me at, you know, conferences, summits, you know, right now virtually. You'll hear me on podcast conversations and interviews and Facebook lives and IG lives. <laughs> you know, MC and those different things like that. And then as a coach, I'm definitely always trying to, you know, help you to figure out how to fit, you know, figure out how to fit the puzzle pieces of life together. So you'll see that. And then as a strategist, I'm definitely always trying to help you do life and leadership unapologetically on purpose. So, you know, I'm here to us to talk because, you know, we all know that we um, have this thing called life that if we can figure out as women, how to do life together and how to have that conversation to support each other through it. I'm down. And so that is definitely something that Yvette is doing. And we, that's what we digging into today. So I'm ready. I know that's right. What inspired you from, you know, starting your company and started doing everything as far as speaking life into other individuals? Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of one of those things where you already been doing it and you just realize that this is a part of your purpose and why not, you know, pull it all together and be, you know, the whole thing, the whole package. And so that's kind of what it was like. I feel like I've been doing public speaking since I was three, (laughs) three, four years old. So that's been always a part of my life, even though 
like you, I like to be in the background. I like to be chill. I like to be behind the scenes. But some kind of way, I'm, I, I was always, okay, but what you got to say, Tanya? Spotlight on you. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that was definitely always a part of it. Um, you know, the writing and things, like I said, the blog, the blog started out as an email 15 years ago. But even before that, like, I just can remember it always even in my writing classes we were always writing i had that creative writing spirit um you know always would enjoy those english projects where we created a book you know like Mm -hmm. i I think that has always been a part of me and then the life coaching aspect you know it's literally what i've been doing before it was a term before it was a, a title i've been doing it for eight over 18 years um, with teens and youth when I took over our youth department at our church you know I have been doing it you know with young adults and women after that you know and throughout things and so whether it was mentors or even being a part of organizations or just being that person that people called and um, needed to talk to or honestly random people like literally my husband would be like can we go like are you really up here <laughs> Canceling this person that you don't even know, like this girl got to go back to work. She waits. She waiting on tables, and you done just tried to get her whole life, and she <laughs> tore up there. I'm like, listen, if she needed this, I can't help you. She needed it clearly. I had to help my sis. Okay, so my husband the same way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I can't leave my sis like this. I gotta help uh-huh. us. I, I I heard that word, you know, like Michelle Williams said. So. You know, it's been just a part of who I was. And so just when I started to decide to publish the book, and we can talk about that, that first project, I was like, why not bring all of who I am and what I do to one thing and one company and and, and bet on myself, you know? And so Mm -hmm. that's what I decided to do. You know, the strategist part of it is me bringing the corporate America work of what I do as far as... um, project management work so a lot of times you may look at it like hey how is project management going to be applicable to my my life or the leadership side of my business it's the same principles the fundamentals of it all you got to see it as ways and steps and manage it and put it all together and try it out it's just the same fundamental principles and so yeah like that's 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 how i got started you know, but before I got started, I had already started, if that makes sense. So, wow. Like, oh, it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> makes a lot of sense. So tell me about the younger you. How were you as a child? Um, A nerd, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I'll be laughing because I'm trying to tell people, listen, I ain't no athletic in me. I'm, I'm sorry. It's not. <laughs> Everybody else uh-huh. got that gene in my family, but your girl, uh-uh, <laughs> I was barely making it through PE. I don't know. I think I, they just gave me a hundred because I was just nice. <laughs> oh my god! Bless I was shy. <laughs> but um, you know, definitely. You no, know, just I, I always enjoy learning and you know, taking what was out there to know that all, just learning it and applying it, it opened the world of opportunities and experience. And I think that just comes from the exposure that those type of things offer and mentorship. You know, I 
I, I'm a big proponent of mentorship because I experienced it at a very early age. Like, I think my first mentorship was either, like, in fourth or fifth grade. And I, just seeing those opportunities and experiences, you know, from a kid that um, where we first was born and raised is an area that folks wouldn't think where I, I am now would have came from. But that, you know, was the thing that my parents worked so hard to do is to let us know we weren't our circumstances or our situation and nobody could make us be or see anything of, you know, we are who we are supposed to be. It's something my mama would always say. And, you know, and then my daddy would piggyback on it and just be like, and have faith, you know, if you just have faith, of a mustard seed. And so those principles, honestly, you know, hit so early, they literally shaped the foundation of who I was and who I am. And, you know, even when I have doubt, even in, when I have worry, I still be hearing them same words and, and, and reminiscing back to those same times when I didn't think we was going to get out of this, but we got over it. You know, I didn't think this would happen, but look, it happened and you still alive, you still made it, you got through it. And so, you know, even, you know, because people, people would think that I'm on this show talking to you, you are doing this show, and we all both fine. We ain't got nothing wrong in our life, don't nothing go wrong, ain't nothing ever bad happening. But, you know, I'm sure you can attest as well. Now, life happens, life happens when you're young, life happens right. younger, and life happens, still happening as we're older. But the thing about it is, we use that life and we use it to 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 live it on purpose and use the pain of it of the, use the pain of our life to be doing life purposefully and so you know that's it's it, no for sure it was a it was it was a journey it was stuff you know like I said mm-hmm. that was the nerd in me but I'm only telling you I was a nerd but in pre-K kindergarten first grade. They tried to tell my mom that we were below the level of learning and, you know, we needed to be in special education. Me and my brother, which was in fourth grade, and my mom mm-hmm. was like, no, that's a lie. <laughs> that's a lie, right. basically. Listen, if y'all like figured out my mom was a trip. They and, try to label you, you know, early, too. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, no, no, no. Now my children. And pr- pretty much you don't know. And so because you don't know, I need to go find somebody that see what I see and can speak life into that and, and to just expose them for what they are, but for what they, and, sh- and, and pull out what they can be. And so that's why I laugh and I say I'm a nerd because I know that that wasn't the title that I was originally given. That's, and, and you know, sometimes people think being a nerd is a problem, mm-hmm. but as you, as they get older, they be like, shoot, that was a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially when when they were already trying to label you as a young mm-hmm. adult, you know, but come yeah. to find out you gifted. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Was then gifted a talent from that point forward, was in magnet, was in AP, was in honors, sat on the third row of a, a graduating class of a thousand people. So, yeah, some some was always, you know, oh, you're not this, you're not that, but when you know and you taught, now you who you're supposed to be and, and you everything that you're supposed to be and now go do it, go live it. 
Can't, can't mm-hmm. nobody get me off, you know, as as we would say back in the day, can't nobody get me off my square knowing what I know. You can't pull me your way in that way when I know who I am and who I am. Right. Right. What are some um, struggles that you have experienced um, in life? Like I said, definitely, you know, growing up early, the label of trying to say, you know, were this and that and that we didn't know. So, um, you know, and there's nothing wrong with special education. My mom actually works in special education to this day and I sub, so I have a heart for it. But just because you don't understand me doesn't mean that you can label me. I feel like somebody needs to hear that. So let me say that one more time. Just because you don't didn't understand me does not mean you can label me. And so that honestly has happened a few times, you know, because um, my daddy would say, uh, and it was so funny that I'm saying it because I'm thinking about something I told my brother about my niece. Like she was, it was very early. And I mm-hmm. told him, I said, um, I said, she's peculiar. And he got offended. Him and my sister-in-law, they got offended and they got upset, right? Mm-hmm. And we were on a family trip um, the year before last, like um, June, July 2018. And my brother came to me and said, Sam, that's my nickname. I'm, I don't tell y'all my nickname. He, said, <laughs> he was like, he was like, Sam, I didn't understand what you meant when you said what you said. He was like, but you are so right. He is superior. He said, I'm going to be honest with you. I got me and my, me and my wife got so offended because we thought that she was saying something negative and bad about her. He said, but when I began to look at what you said and I looked it up in the Bible and the dictionary and when I began to see who she was and how she was blossoming, I realized that was not a label. That was just you seeing in her the possibilities. And so I don't know. That was for somebody else to because sometimes the labels that you think are wrong mm-hmm. aren't, aren't aren't wrong. You just have to see the wholeness of the picture. But mm-hmm. back to your question, some of the um the struggles, you know, so that was one, you know, overcoming in high school. Um, I had literally, I came from what they call an inner city urban school, even though it was a magnet program, y'all. Even though it was a magnet program, sis, I yeah. was labeled that I needed to go back a grade, right? I said, wait, hold on, hold on. <laughs> what wow. you say? And they were like, yeah, because the, and cause I went from a magnet program in a different school district. And they were like, you know, that school is an inner city school. And that district is below our level of what we do here. And, you know, you really need to think about going back and really um, starting over. Because I um, that particular year was a very, it was a year that, change for that school district and so their ninth graders had been a part of middle school so they didn't have any credits coming into high school whereas I had been a ninth grader and I was in a high school and a magnet program so I had like twice as many credits as incoming sophomores had right and Mm -hmm. so and I was taking classes that were junior classes as a sophomore and so she was like, no, we need to put you back in sophomore classes and we need to take your credits away because wow. it's not equivalent. Listen, if y'all ain't figured out my what? mom, 
If y'all ain't figured out my mama ain't for play, listen. My mama say. I was going to say, I thought nobody was walking listen, over here like Sophia. No, no, no. This <laughs> happened like in our meeting with the counselor. And my mama say, she turned around. She was like, first of all, you don't know my daughter. and But let me let you know. She's going to let you know who she is. So, no, nah, we're not doing none of this you saying because I know my daughter. And if she says she can do it, she can do it. <laughs> What you gonna have to, she's like, what you gonna end up finding out is, she gonna prove you wrong. No lie. And my mom literally, she could have dropped the mic because she walked out right up to it. Like, no lie. And like, listen, <laughs> listen, this woman called me back because, like, um, there's standardized testing as well. And so she was like, if we do this, like, she has to pass the testing right away or this and this and that because, I was like, all this stuff, right? And I was like, does she think I'm a dummy? Like, hold oh, no, on, no lie, y'all. Listen, I passed the standardized testing where I almost got a perfect score. Okay, y'all? A perfect no, score. She called out. me into, in the first time, not the second, not the third, not the fourth, the first time. She called me, sent a pass to where I was in my class and called me into her office and was like, oh, just crying. And like, oh my God, I can't believe this. Like, apparently, did nobody else get no perfect scores, okay? And I was just thinking about, like, okay, like, this ain't a big deal. Like, that's because you don't know who I am, but I know who I am. Because my mama told me I'm, I am who I'm supposed to be. And this is a part of who I'm supposed to be. A whole bunch of people didn't think I was this my whole life. But let me let you know, I know who I am. So I, I, I just be it. I don't, I, it ain't even about showing you and proof you. I just, I'm, I just be it. And so those definitely are some, that's just easy. Child, that's just high school. And even my even when I graduated, she once again pulled me to the side, crying and apologized, and wrote me a note. Everything was like I would never doubt you. I, I apologize. That same person wrote college of recommendation and scholarship letters for every time I asked her because she basically said I almost made a mistake and wow. I would never make that mistake again. So yeah, you know she definitely. I mean, and that's me. big up, yeah, <laughs> and that's big of her too to even come and yeah. apologize because some people don't even get that. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they don't get it at all because I, I battled that because we have this um, proficiency test that we had to pass before we graduated high school. And if we didn't pass any of those mm-hmm. subjects, we wasn't walking it across the same stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Had the same thing, and it was just crazy how a test can predict who you are as far as your education mm-hmm. when it's broader than that. Yep. Absolutely. Wow. So what are, what are the challenges that you faced as, as far as you, you know, just living your adult life and everything? Um, You know, definitely, I, you know, if you follow me or you listen to me on talking 10 years I brought it up because it's a part of the story it's even a part of how the first book my matters came out but um newly married um right after the right before the market really crashed in 2008 so newly married in 07 relocated across the country no job once again either you you overqualified or we don't even understand what your previous work is but either way we're not gonna hire you like all of that all of that happened then the market crash well the market crash was about real estate 
well, my husband and their family were realtors. Not only they're realtors, they had just opened up their own real estate company. That means they had just put all their money into that. And then here go the market crashes and real estate bombing out. And so literally financial problems, you know, struggles, literally, even once we got jobs, six jobs unemployment between the both of us in seven years. Even on some of those jobs, some more prejudging was happening as well. Some more things just literally I'm working, he he get let go. He working, I get laid out. Like, no lie, it was just, you couldn't make this up. Like, it literally was just like, what? Like, is this for real? Like, you know, mm-hmm. like, this this real life, you know? Even in the midst of that, you know, um, trying to find friends and stuff because I'm, I'm, I'm new here. And, but the blessing was when I finally was like, apparently I'm living here now. You know, I had to get that in my head. Like, oh, I, I live here now. <laughs> making friends, but making friends that ended up being family, you know, sisters to this day. That's making good. Aunties, making grannies, you know, stuff like that. So that helped. But, you know, you already know with finances, that meant a whole lot of struggles and burdens that we both bear and that brought, you know, issues and things like that. Um, you know, like I said, issues on the job. We, I, you know, we were working were happening, um, health issues for me. Um, I was dealing with a lot of um, health stuff because when you, any any health issue you got, when stress arrives, whatever you got, it's going to 10 times that much worse. And so I have some chronic illnesses and I was younger then. So I'm just be honest. Like, I didn't know. Like, I didn't know this was this, that was bad. Then I'm newly mm-hmm. married and you know, all I'm like, hold on, wait, huh? Wait, hold, hold on. I don't yes. know how to say it. It's so just trying to figure out what this trigger does and what, and then trying to get doctors to understand and them to figure out what to do. And like one of the chronic illnesses I had, I didn't even find out until years later. And that was like part of what was explaining everything. So, you know, managing that, figuring that out. You know, so it was just a lie. And then being away from family, because I'm close, you know, we have a huge family. It mm-hmm. But, and so that was a challenge because if you broke, can't nobody catch no plane ticket <laughs> to yeah, go see yeah, mom so and dad. Okay. Like, so, like, it was real. And so, you know, eventually a lot of it just kept hitting and it kept hitting. And I was like, okay, I'm about done. Y'all better do something. I better do something. And so, I did, you know, went to therapy. I believe in therapy. Black girl, her, she, y'all, us, we need to do therapy. Don't just hold it all in. Don't just try and put it all on your shoulder when you mm-hmm. need to go let it off and let it go. So went to therapy, started just doing some of the things that are for me. And part of what was for me in my outlet and where I am able to release and where I'm able to, even if you don't understand how I can do it in my pain, is because it's my purpose and so yeah getting back to writing getting back to helping getting it back to being what i am even if i'm still fighting my pain i gotta do my purpose because that's part of why the pain was able to get so big and so far because if i can say it like this y'all the enemy stopped me he blocked me and was like no nah, no nah, you can't no nah, no nah, you can't no nah, sis no nah. stay over here in your pain stay over here in your pity 
Stay up mm-hmm. in your, your grief. Stay over here in your sickness. Stay in that because that's where you're supposed to be. And I had forgot who I was. I remember my mama told me you are who you're supposed to be. And I had forgot for a minute. And so I started remembering. I started doing it again. I started being who I was. So started back to writing and doing the blog much more. But in the process of that, I literally started in my little old flip phone back then writing down saying to myself I don't want anybody ever else to feel like this I don't want anybody to not know how to get unstuck I don't want anybody to know how to get out of their own head I don't want anybody to not know how to jump out in a life I don't want anybody that sees somebody that's going through trauma that's going through grief that's going through loss that's going through depression anxiety mental challenges you know unexpected life disasters I don't want them to not know how to be there for them to understand or just talk to them because sometimes folks can come at folks sideways like oh baby it's gonna be all right she, yeah. you know she 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 she's she gonna be all right she better now i i know that but i still miss my sister yeah. <laughs> okay like i can still miss my sister like, like for real i can't I, I already know i'm glad she's healed on the other side but i'm mm-hmm. still gonna miss her you know right. i'm still gonna have those days that i'm gonna miss my auntie because literally she died in five days and then nobody even knows she had terminal cancer, including her. Like, I hear what uh, you said, but right. I'm still going to be at, at, at a pain point. You know what I'm saying? I'm still yeah. going to be there. You know, I'm still, even though my granny had had Alzheimer's for years, it don't change the fact that even though she better now, she gone. You know, and the fact that yeah. she left, you know. My grandmother has that too. It's it's, oh, pain, yeah. it's painful even experiencing that because it's like one minute they know you, next minute they won't know you at all. Yep, yep, exactly. That's exactly. oh, that's painful. So, so I already know how you felt with that. Yeah. So I had, I, like I said, and like I told y'all, just because we on here, we talking to y'all, we, we chopping it up. That don't mean we don't have life. That don't mean we don't have pain. That don't mean we might be in the middle of it right now. That mm-hmm. just means that we know how to per- to use the pain and, and make sure that we we do what we know is our purpose and we find the purpose in it. We find a way to be able to not stay in it, but process through it and, and mm-hmm. keep going Um and doing our purpose because that actually is a part of the healing. That is a part of the restoration. That is a part of the process. Right. It's like we can't we can't let it define us. We still got to keep going, even though we're going through these changes. Mm-hmm. Just so so we can you know just stay motivated and everything. Because if we got to stand still. It'll, it'll start to accumulate more and more and it'll break us down, break our bodies down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, why, why would you stand in the middle of it when you can stand above it or you can walk through it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I totally agree. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. So as far as you... um empowering women and everything what do you do like for yourself sometimes because you know sometimes we do have those personal feelings so do you take time off for yourself yeah yeah like I said you know I'll be completely transparent with you guys like 
Um, when my sister passed away last summer, um, I wasn't ready. Um, and, and, and everybody, I'll be honest, nobody was. Um, it wasn't that I did not know she was sick again and that the cancer had came back. It was, I think, I think we just all may have just kind of, okay, you know, she looks fine, she's fine, like she must be straight or it's not that bad. And so my sister is very much like me. Um, she's my older sister, but very much like um, everybody would say I was her twin and then she, her daughter was my twin. And mm-hmm. so they were like, y'all the triplets. And so um, our birthdays were a day apart, and, but literally she was just like me, um, you know, don't want to burden anybody, don't want to, you know, put nobody off or bother you, you know, because me being in pain, you know, that's not anything you could do about it, you know, and so I don't want you to mess up your day, you know, just I don't want to have to burden nobody, and she was just to be the same way that I am. And so we actually talked about that too. We actually, I have another project um, that's coming out um, probably next year that Mm -hmm. was actually a blessing because I didn't know that that would be part of the last of the things that she would ever do, you know, because she wanted to write a book and she didn't. And I'll, you know, that'll be part of her writing and saying and putting her legacy out there. So but, um, you know, I didn't get to say bye. Um, literally, yeah, like that, that shook me to the core. And it was so crazy because I had been working with her and her business on some stuff. And I had broke my foot, y'all. And so I don't live near her. And so she would be like, well, come, come. listen, she be, she's the oldest, but she's like, come on, come on, come on. Come on. <laughs> and I mean, I, I be like, I, and so I was like, I mean, can't we do it over a phone, Zoom, whatever? And so finally, I, the meetings, right? And so, and then she was just calling. And I was like, this is crazy. And so finally, I ended up coming um, over there for some of the meetings. And she was like, oh, you done broke your foot. That's why you, I was like, yeah, child, I done broke my foot. Why you done broke it? And then you're going to start fussing at me. Y'all, she done start fussing at me because I broke my foot. Like, for real? Like, <laughs> Where do you do that at? That's, That's the, how you know the relationship we had. But, um, you know, so because I didn't know how bad it was. But I, I said that to say, I look back now and I started to realize she was telling me, like, it was stuff she was telling me, like, she was trying to do this, this, this. And I was like, why is she trying to do this? Because I got to, I got to get it. And so after she passed, it all made sense. And that was a part of how I was able to even process it. But at the same time, it still hurts. Like every birthday, I'm gonna feel it all over again that she's not here, and that just happened. But part of what I do in that process, there is this. Um, we used to live in Virginia, and there were a lot of nature trails and hikes and stuff like that. And me and my husband would go. Well, then, listen, y'all. I live in Texas. They ain't barely no real river or lake here. I'm a man made. And so, but there is this one particular area and nature part mm-hmm. that literally when I go to it, I feel like I am not in Dallas, Texas. I feel like I'm not in Texas. I feel like I'm not anywhere. And it's just me, the nature, God, and my sister, and any of the other people that I've lost. And I feel like that's where I find him and I find them. And so 
that is one particular place that I go to. Like, I literally can go and I can just be there. My husband's like, I don't, I don't, I'm not going with you because you're going to be there like two hours. But that's, I literally can, For your piece I can empty myself. Yeah, I can mm-hmm. empty myself. I can pour everything out. I can unburden myself. I can take everything off and I can come out renewed, refreshed, re- rejuvenated, and just free. And so um, that is definitely something that I do um, a lot. If I if and when I can, because it's not necessarily close, um, but that's something I do a lot because I really find him there and I find them there. So and I literally the week the week and a half she passed, I probably went like eight times. <laughs> like they probably was like, girl, we ain't never seen you this but, much. But, yeah. but it worked. It works like, for you though. It works yeah. for you. And remember, I told y'all I ain't athletic and I barely pass P. So y'all gotta know this a whole blessing. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a whole thing. I ain't even athletic, <laughs> right? But I be out there. I be out there high kids. So man, that's that's something. Well, in closing, it was really good talking to you. I really love this conversation and getting to know you a lot more. But what is something that you could tell our listeners on how to continue to move forward and continue to value themselves and heal themselves and just enjoy life and cherish moments? Um, I would just say to end it, sis, fam, don't be afraid to be you. You know, even when you're hurt, even when you're in pain, even when um, it's the other side of what you didn't hope for, you know, even when it's at um, times that don't seem right or best, don't feel, be afraid to be you because being you is how you'll get through it, how you'll get to the other side, and how you will continue to be able to remain whole. So keep being you, sis. It's all good. <laughs> yes, I I love it, and I'm I'm taking notes on that too. <laughs> Just to keep going, you know, you, you got to. There's no other option. So, yes, if someone wanted to get in touch with you or purchase your merch, or even go to your school, because I'm mm-hmm. assuming that that's the bomb too. I'm about to watch some of them videos. <laughs> so yes, actually some of them that are free and I'm loading um I'm doing one sometime this week and next adding I did uh what I call seven days of mind matters but I added a, um I did it on social media but I I'm adding a few more things to it and I'll be loading that as a class for probably you know definitely under ten dollars maybe like five dollars more than likely okay. but I'll put it up there for but it's some free stuff out there too so um, and their classes on life and leadership. So there's stuff on there, everything from networking to grace. You know, sometimes you need to see and understand the different levels of grace that uh, we find. And then there's stuff out there on just letting you know, hey, sis, how you going to slay this day? So it's a different thing but it's out there, but it's stuff for exactly where you're at. So school.tenyajmiller.com is the online school. And then um, for merch, message merch as I call it third message tees message buttons stickers literally there's so um there's many message cards that I that are out there kind of to put put before you remind you to stay affirmed and you know keep going especially 
you know, with 2020 not going how many had planned, you got to be reminded that, you know, you just got to cultivate this perspective and find a new way to do it. And so um, I literally have things on my site, on my store for a dollar, you know, that are out there. So check it out. Go to shop.tanyajmiller.com. And the books and journals are there, but they're also on Amazon. I won't be offended if you go to Amazon. So the books are (laughs) there in print, digital, and audio, and then the journals are there in print. The difference that I would tell you with me and Ms. Yvette was talking about before is that if you sign up and join my fam at bit.ly, all caps, join fam, you get 20% off your first order at shop.tanyajmiller.com. So you might got the prime and the shipping, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to throw some discounts at you. So make your choice. Um, And it is overall... Overall, the site is TanyaJMiller.com, and so all the links are there. You can find information on if you want to do coaching, if you find information if you need strategy sessions, or hey, you might want me on your podcast or your next event, your next event conference summit, you know, Facebook Live. So information on my speaking and how to reach out to me are there as well. And then of course, I'm on social media under Talking with Tanya. And I'm on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. And it tells y'all in my fam, I can tell y'all, I have a mixtape. And it's on all digital outlets. I'm not rapping, but it's what I do on Taco Tanya. And it's over a dope beat. So check it out. Nice. The mixtape, volume one. And, you know, stream it, download it. I just love to hear from you guys. And for sure, you know, thank you, Yvette, for having me on today to just talk with the life friends ladies and fam and just to be able to share you know we all have a journey we all have a trial but from trial there comes testimony and from there there's an opportunity to uplift and inspire women so that you all can be as my mama would say who you're supposed to be unapologetically Mm -hmm. on purpose so thank you sis y'all support her follow like comment let us know how y'all feel about the episode supporter buy the merchandise just show as much love as you can because when we show love to each other yes that's some of the greatest love ever so keep you. showing it too <laughs> yes thank you thank you so much absolutely Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Life Her Podcast, where we help heal women all over the world. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook, Life Her Podcast, and check out our YouTube page as well. And make sure you subscribe. You can also look onto our website and you can purchase merchandise and listen to the podcast episodes. I am Yvette Lloyd. I am Life Her. Love yourself, ladies. Take care of yourself and others you love dearly. Stay tuned for the next session.